This is EDC Rocks podcast, brought to you by Andrea Hedlund on neuroscience, psychology, and education. Okay, folks, I think this will be the last episode of Reflections on the Road, and maybe I can uh, make a couple more when I'm traveling again on the road, but this one is really about pronunciation and accent and um, native speakerism as well, because I think a lot of people get those things confused, especially pronunciation and accent. And if you think about it, people have different accents because they get they come from different places, they have different backgrounds, they have different life stories and um, all of those things, the things that surround them will influence and impact their accent, right? But then a different accent means that you're going to pronounce certain words differently. But pronunciation has a wide range of options, so we can pronounce the same word in very different ways, but they are accepted pronunciations because they relate to your accent, where you came from. So if you think about, I don't know, to give you a very uh, silly example, British people will normally pronounce ask, ask, right? And Americans will pronounce ask, but both are correct because they really relate to where you came from. And this is really important because a lot of people believe that native teachers make better teachers just because they were born in a certain place. So they come from a certain background, they have a certain nationality, which means that they can pronounce things better or that they have a more appropriate accent or a desirable accent even because you want to sound like a native speaker. I think that's silly, that's stupid actually, because when we think about native speaker, there are so many from different regions within the same country, for example, that it doesn't make sense for you to believe that there is a, a standard. So if you get an American from the Midwest, and you compare you know, to an American from the East or from the West, and even within the same state, they're going to sound differently, right? And if you get, and I'm just talking about the United States, think about all of other countries. There are so many other countries where English is the first language, the official language. Probably more than 60 countries, if I'm not mistaken, like 54 uh, countries plus territories. So that means that it's really silly for you to think that natives are better speakers. And this causes a huge problem in our industry because you get completely, you know, not, not qualified, let's say, teachers who come from the United States or England normally, who think that they make better teachers because they were born there and students buy that. They think just because somebody came from the United States, they're going to be better automatically, right? And that's not true. That's It couldn't be further from, from the truth, actually. I had the opportunity to watch 
a couple of uh, American teachers in Brazil give a demo lesson and they didn't really know how to teach. They didn't have the proper qualifications. And this is what we see in ads all over the world, especially in Asia. So they look for native speakers from the United States. And if you are a native speaker, you'll get the job. If you're not a native speaker, you won't get the job. Basically, that's how it works. It doesn't matter how many degrees you have, how much you've trained yourself and studied to become a teacher. And that also sends a very bad, very negative message to everyone, especially here in Brazil, because I can see a lot of families judging teachers' accent you know, when they're teaching, they're observing their online classes now, and they feel like teachers, the teachers that they've been watching are not qualified enough based on their accent, because really, that's all parents can really assess, right? Kind of, because it's only one thing, one feature of language. What about everything else? Grammar, for example. So again, we have to be very careful not to propagate this ideology that we call native speakerism. And there is very good reason not to do that because if you think about how our pronunciation is developed through the years, how there is actually a phonological loop when you are growing up. So there's very interesting research that says that kids who are not exposed to certain phonemes by the age of 10 months, for example, or even 12 months, they will stop hearing those sounds. So that means that it will be much harder for those kids to imitate those sounds, to reproduce those sounds. But since Portuguese and English share many common sounds, we can still say or pronounce many sounds without difficulty. But some sounds, the ones that are very different, if we were not exposed to them as kids growing up, then we cannot hear them. Imagine the differences between, let's say, Mandarin and Portuguese or English. So if you're not exposed to those sounds as a baby, you'll never be able to actually hear them, so you cannot really reproduce them, and that means you will have an accent. But an accent is not an impediment to communication. We know that. Because if you get any native speaker from any country in the world and you compare to a non-native speaker, for example, sometimes the native speaker is harder to understand, which means that the non-native speaker is more intelligible. And that's what we have to focus on when we're teaching languages. We have to make people understood, right? They have to be understood by other speakers and listeners of the language. They don't have to sound like an American or a British person or an Australian or an Irish person, right? They have to be intelligible. And because of that, we should never say that come to our school because we have native speakers or have classes with me because I'm a native speaker. That's actually silly. It's just, it doesn't make any sense because a native speaker from where? So you are uh, an American native speaker from Texas and you're better than an Australian native speaker? What if I'm going to live in Nigeria where English is also spoken as a first language? 
and I'm going to learn English from a Texan. Does that make a difference just because he was a native speaker? So we really have to be careful when we propagate those things. And I hope you don't do that. Don't focus on how many native speakers you have. Focus on how many uh, non-native speakers who are qualified that you have. Sorry, bump, didn't see <laughs> now. That's it, folks. I think you have to try to focus on qualification over uh, nationality. And then I'm sure that things are going to get better. And we're going to fight the ideology of nat native speakerism, all right? So I hope you enjoyed the episodes. Let me know. I will upload this one to YouTube and IGTV. Follow edcrocks.com, my website. 400 and meters at the, the roundabout. GPS Take again. the second exit onto BR-153. So the second exit. I won't forget that. And also follow EDC Rocks on Instagram. And see you when I see you. Thank you.